Welcome to the What's Happening Compere Financial podcast series. Listen how Compere is committed to serving agriculture and rural America. We continue our conversation on farmland values with Mike Morris, Vice President of Appraisal and Chief Appraiser for Compere Financial. As we start to look ahead, you talked about commodity prices, one of the major factors in supporting this market right now, and the expectation that commodity prices are going to remain strong for months to come at least. But you also talked about the supply-demand equation, and even though there's more land coming on the market, it hasn't watered down the price to this point. So as we move into 2022, Mike, how do you see those factors in particular playing out? I believe we're going to see a continuation into 2022. I think the aspect that hasn't really hit that is looming on the horizon is what are input prices going to do? Price of diesel's up, the price of fertilizer's up, all the input costs across the board are up. So I don't think that's been fully factored in yet because of the uncertainty there. But again, I think if commodity prices stay strong going into 2022, we'll see at least a stabilization, if not an increase in values. I read one published report that indicated they thought land could exceed $20,000 an acre you know, for excellent quality land. I'm not ready to, to make that prediction, but I think there continues to be a lot of momentum out there. And again, with outside money coming in, with a lot of farmer local interest in, in you know expansion, I think that could continue. At some point, we may see uh, what we saw after 2012-2013, where prices started to slide back and values started to reflect those decreases in commodity prices, that is. So for that person or maybe family that has some land and they've been thinking about selling for a time and and they're watching these auction prices that are, you know, climbing above fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars per acre, depending on the quality. And I know you sort of talked about it already with how Compere can help in these situations, but just sort of walking them through I think about it, it seems like there are some parallels with just grain marketing where you're watching prices climb on the board and you don't know when when's that trigger point. And I guess that's sort of what I'm getting around to, Mike, is you know, where should these trigger points be for people that are considering selling farmland? I think those become an individual decision, but what we're hearing, you know, throughout our territory and, and through different appraisers, you know, our financial officers that that work closely with clients that maybe are, are looking to sell, is that there's a lot of uncertainty around what could future capital gains taxes be and so forth. And I believe there's been a number of decisions made that I want to go ahead and pay the tax this year, believing that if I wait a year or two or three, I might end up having to pay a higher rate. And they're also looking at values have never been this high. So maybe it's just a good time to to cash out. So I, I think we've seen some of that just you know, a combination, I don't know how I would weight it between the two, but a combination of, hey, I, I don't think I'll ever get this price again, so I'm, I want to go ahead and sell it, and, and you know, I'm willing to take the chances on, on the tax rate being lower today than, uh, you know, than next year or the following year. A couple other directions I want to go here from a, a farm operator standpoint. If you are a farmer that rents some ground, 
obviously that's going to come into play here as these these farmland values go higher and then you also probably have some tax implications for farmers that own land i would think right right and i think from a cash rental perspective cash rents tend to lag commodity prices a little bit again because a lot of cash rents are negotiated with a neighbor or a family member or so forth and so you don't see the changes in cash rents like you would in commodity prices. So if, if corn goes up 30%, the price of corn goes up 30%, you don't see cash rents immediately go up 30%. We're seeing new cash rents negotiated significantly higher, but those are not the majority of cash rents out there right now. So what we're starting to see is as those rents get renegotiated, they're starting to move up somewhat to at least track with where land values are going, where commodity prices are going. Maybe they don't make that full jump this year, but we're starting to see that moving forward. I think from a tax perspective, I, I guess I hesitate to try to try to guess there because a lot of that's pretty individual. You know, how do you how do you uh, you know manage your your inventories and so forth, but. Certainly, I think there has been a willingness for some people that maybe are at the end stages of, of their career in farming saying, hey, good time to convert it to cash or the kids aren't coming back or whatever. So, again, we're seeing people make that move now or even move into a, a different type of ownership, maybe an LLC or something that gives them some different levels of protection. Mike, what have we missed? What else is important to this conversation? Having just attended the Farm Managers and Rural Appraisers Convention and talking to my peers across the, the nation, you know, different farm managers, different appraisers and so forth, and just seeing who's buying farmland across the really a compared territory, which is mostly limited to Illinois because of, of corporate ownership laws. But we're seeing a lot of money from the outside come in in different investment groups. Some of them are like structured like a REIT. And that always concerns me because there's a lot of really sizable chunks of money coming in and, and they're competing with our local farmers to buy that real estate. Now on the flip side, though, the, that creates uh, cash rent opportunities in a lot of cases for farmers to be able to continue to farm that without having the uh, the investment, but I don't think I've seen the excitement from the outside quite as strong as I've seen it in the last, really the last six months. So Mike, with everything that's that's happening with the farmland market right now, what resources are available through Compere Financial to, to help folks navigate this? One of the resources from the appraisal perspective is that we do offer full service agricultural appraisal uh, services, if you will. We, we have a really an excellent interactive map located at compare.com slash appraisal. And actually from that site, in addition to being able to locate your local appraiser, we do post monthly articles around land values, benchmark changes, chattel appraisal with machinery values and so forth. So there's, a, there's other resources there if you want to visit that site, take advantage of those. We also have a newsletter that you could opt into that comes out monthly 
gives a snapshot of land values across the compared territory, and then we usually have two or three specific articles around local land values or machinery values. Again, we do a lot of appraisal work outside of Compere, not just for our lending purposes, but for different attorneys, if you will, different individual farmers that want to make a financial decision. We're going to provide an unbiased real estate appraisal that allows them to take that to their attorney, to another lender, whomever, and really be able to make financial decisions based on up-to-the-minute land values, if you will. Join us next month for a discussion on what's happening with crop insurance. Compere Financial, committed to serving agriculture and rural America. Learn more at compere.com.